that Filipino culture romanticizes too much on courtship. You bring your best foot forward to get that girl and you think that your work is done. Hey Zesties, you're listening to the Gleeful Talk Show where we share zesty stories to cultivate the happiness and hero within and out. On the show, we share about personal experiences, pop culture and societal impacts, and the occasional TV reviews discussing real-life situations and learnings. So if this is something you're interested in, then please keep on listening. So what's the episode all about? As you can probably tell Zesties, this episode is all about relationships and the person we are choosing to have a relationship with. We're also going to talk about the Filipino style of dating and the comparison with other cultures as far as I know of and past experiences and learnings from those experiences and not necessarily my experiences but the people I know of and the people I've learned from. And eventually, who would I choose? So Zesties, you're in for a chit chat and I'm hoping that as we go along you would learn and ponder upon these learnings that I'm sharing to you and hoping that this will help you as well choose the right person for you. Zesties, our choice are usually depending on a lot of factors, right? Our choices now would be different 10 years back and 10 years later, right? And there are a lot of factors such as culture, upbringing, life experiences, etc. Don't worry too much about, you know, really, really doing the right choice because sometimes the choice was right at that time, but it might not be relevant to be choosing that person now, if you know what I mean. So since I am older now, I have more life experiences. I was thinking to also share what I think and what were my learnings from back in the day, you know, in hindsight. So Zesties, I noticed that you really liked season four, episode 14. When was your last heartbreak episode? So I figured that, oh, you guys might like for me to tackle more about relationship topics. And of course, it's February month, the love month. So it's quite timely for us to talk about love, right? (laughs) And also Zesties, for if you guys are interested about Singles Inferno season two, a few episodes back, that talks about the cast and their representation in our life. So guys, let's get into it. Relationships and dating, etc. I noticed that in the Filipino culture, and I'm just going to say it based on my experience, it might be different for each and everyone who grew up in the Filipino culture, right? But what I notice in general is that Filipino culture romanticizes too much on courtship. What I mean is that it's quite emphasized that the guy would need to put his best foot forward to put a lot of effort in getting the girl. But nothing is emphasized on putting that much effort to keep the girl. Just saying, <laughs> just saying. I'm not going to be a double standard here. Let's do, let's do the other way. But the problem is it's because it's much more emphasized on the guy side. So that's why I'm saying about that. So what do I mean by this? So in the Philippines, if a guy courts you, right? They would need to court everyone in your life. Basically, I mean, that's the premise of it. Or he is expected 
to put in a lot of effort, give you flowers, chocolates, bring your bag, bring everything. <laughs> Basically, your slave. <laughs> Just so that he can be your boyfriend, right? And by the minute that you say yes to that guy, for some reason, that effort fades away. I don't know about you. Is it just me or I don't know? But that's the pattern I'm finding in a lot of relationships back then. I don't know about the Gen Zs right now, but back in the 90s or like when millennials were teens or early 20s, that was the vibe I was getting. And I'm not saying that it's wrong to put your best foot forward especially guys i just i'm just saying that you should maintain it i mean i don't know like i just feel that if it's not you in real life then why are you doing that now then you are giving that premise or expectation wrong expectations from the girl just saying and again guys i'm sorry if this is more of like a girl and guy relationship i'm, I'm saying right now because this was my experience back then I really don't know what is the dating scene now in the Philippines or with Gen Zs. So if you'd like to comment on that, please do let me know and send in your feedbacks. So back to the relationship. So guys are expected to, you know, bring, bring you food, bring you everything, be your slave. And then eventually when the girl is comfortable with him now and then that effort kind of fades away. And especially in Filipino shows back then, for example, especially if the girl is living in the province, right? And in the province, there isn't much water supply or the water supply is not through a faucet, but from a well, let's say. So the guy would go to the girl's family and then put a lot of effort, have to bring the water from the well, that kind of jazz. And then when they get married, let's say, and the guy actually expects the girl to take care of him. Like why and where? I don't know. <laughs> so it's such a weird kind of thing where you bring your best foot forward to get that girl and you think that your work is done. I'm not saying that I'm a feminist. I'd say I'm just all for realism and just being yourself, I guess, and respecting each person. And with that, the courtship, it's like it's a mask. And I feel that, I'm not saying that it's wrong to have a courtship stage, but it's too extreme in a sense that you're actually saying yes to a person that you actually don't know in the first place because it's actually just his best foot forward. But in reality, he isn't like that, you know. The reason why I have so strong reaction to this is because that was what I was seeing back then. Like even myself, I would go for the guy who puts in a lot of effort because I would think that this guy really likes me, right? This guy really likes me because he is putting a lot of effort. Whereas if there's another guy who doesn't put in that much effort, I would tend to discount it as well. Like, oh, th this guy doesn't put in a lot of effort, then he will not put a lot of effort on the relationship when we get into the relationship. But this isn't always the case. That's why I kind of think that although courtship is also good, I mean, it depends on the person, right? But I feel like it's not necessary. And back then, back then, actually, people would ridicule you if there's no courtship stage. <laughs>
So people would say, oh, you're such an easy girl because you just said yes to the guy after three weeks of courtship. It needs to be like three months, you know. <laughs> that was how it was back then. I don't know right now, but that's what I'm finding before. Not even for myself, but, you know, other people's experiences. But in hindsight, does the courtship stage really matter? Does the length of the courtship stage really that important? Or the relationship stage, right? So that's something to ponder on. If I would relate that to my experience and other people's experiences, I know someone who was courted like the guy was super, super effortful, right? Effortful. I don't know if that's even a word. <laughs> but the guy puts in a lot of effort to be her boyfriend. And once they were boyfriend and girlfriend, it kind of like died away. Really what I told about earlier. So eventually the effort wasn't normalized, right? And the girl would think that, oh, he actually wasn't like this before. So she was yearning for that effort, for that attention. And then the guy felt that, why is she too clingy? Why is she, why did she change? Why is her treatment towards me changed? Not knowing that it was him who actually changed his treatment towards her. She was just mirroring that change. And from what I know, that guy cheated on my friend. And my friend was really devastated because, of course, she was expecting that this guy really liked her, really loved her because, you know, of the effort that he has put into to be his girl. So that's why she told me and I learned from her that courtship isn't really that important. and. To segue to my own personal experience, I also had that similar experience wherein I would choose a guy who had a lot of effort. So let's say there were four guys courting me, let's say, and all of them, you know, would have that courtship stage. And then a person who provides a lot of effort in taking me out, taking me out to dinners, giving me gifts, etc. Of course, that's the person who caught my attention more and whom I think would take care more of me, you know. And back then I was foolish, not really foolish, but back then I didn't thought about him differently. I had lesser life experiences, I'd say. So of course I went for that person and eventually again, it still ended up the same. So what I'm saying is I feel that courtship isn't really the determination of how long or the quality, the length and the quality of a relationship. Unfortunately, that is the one that's being emphasized in Filipino culture back then. I don't know about it now. And with my husband right now, he's not Filipino and we didn't really have that courtship stage, I think. I don't, I don't know. Was there? Was there a courtship stage? But... <laughs> It's not like super effort, although he did some effort, but not like the Filipino way or, you know, the expectation that he has to carry my bags for me. He has to to be this type of knight in shining armor type of person just for me to choose him. I realized that it's better to to see that person early on on how their normal behavior should be rather than seeing the effort that they put on to get you to be their girl. So I, I guess that's the difference between dating a non-Filipino person. And I'm not saying that you should just date a non-Filipino person, right? So, but... <laughs> 
But it's just the difference between the courtship stage. And I think it's better to really know that person just as he is or just as she is, not like really having that best foot forward. Because eventually when you're in a relationship, it's not going to be the best foot forward, right? It's just going to be that normal, the two feet, right? The normal two feet. So if you guys are interested about other people's stories on how their courtship and relationship was between interracial relationships, then I have several episodes back then. Just as an example, season four, episode four, Filipino and Australian dating culture and stories. Season one, episode 10, my one-way ticket from Indonesia to Australia. So you will find the differences in the dating culture of different nationalities. So back to the Filipino style of dating and relationship. What I'm finding is that even like for married couples, the, the ladies or the wives are the one who are expected to take care of the husband. Even before, when I just got married, our Filipino elders would always say, hey, you should know how to cook. You should know how to take care of your husband. Otherwise, he will leave you. That's how how bad it is. It's just, I mean, like, and what would the husband do? I mean, to me, it's just equal, right? Like, if you will treat the husband a king, let's say, as how the Filipino culture is dictating, then the husband should also treat the white as a queen, not as a slave, right? So, and again, I'm not a feminist, but I'm just more on equality and respect towards each other. Another thing that I've noticed so because the guy is showing his best foot forward, when the lady chose that guy, then she sees a different side of him. And eventually you are getting into a relationship that is not actually the one that you signed up for in the first place, if you know what I mean. So I'm just generalizing this, but there are specific instances that... I've noticed this one, but I'm just not saying the name of the person just to protect their privacy. But it's just quite unfortunate that it's that way. So what I'm finding is funny as well, like in Singles Inferno. So Singles Inferno is a South Korean dating show. And what I noticed is in both season one and season two, the theme was always the ladies choosing the guy who had taken a lot of effort to get them. So season one, Jia, Song Jia chose, forgot his name about the guy, but she chose a guy who was like the puppy. And then season two, Shin Sulki chose Jong Woo. With that one, you can clearly see that Sulki is much more smitten towards that military guy. You can find that in season five, episode three. Again, the same message, right? But you will see that eventually, I mean, there's a lot of factors that why they didn't end up with each other because it's a dating show. But that also kind of shows that, you know, the person I talked about, like who chose a guy and then the guy eventually cheated on her. So she actually told me that you should choose the person you like rather than choosing the one you like. So here's the thing. So why? Why? Why on earth? So we have to take this with a grain of salt, right? So what does that mean, choosing the one you like rather than the person who likes you? So let's say there are two people courting you, the one that you like, who is your type of person physically, and then the second one is just, you know, effortful type of person. And if you choose a guy who had a lot of effort to get you, and that effort goes away, let's say, 
then actually you don't you wouldn't like him, right? But if you choose that person who, let's say, didn't just for the sake of comparison, who didn't really put a lot of effort to get you, but you just chose him, if he gives a lot of effort, then you would like him even more, if you know what I mean. So that was the lesson that I would go for. And it's actually quite, sounds extreme, but makes sense. Because, and again, if you choose a person, and again, this is another extreme example where there's a guy that you like who is good looking, like your type of guy physically. And then there's a guy that you don't really actually like, but who gives a lot of effort. He's not your type physically. Then you eventually choose that effortful, unattractive guy, let's say. And then when that guy doesn't, put in a lot of effort anymore and he's plus he's unattractive then why are you there for you know like if you only chose him for the sake of effort right so rather than choosing the guy that you like who let's say actually likes you as well because he was courting you right but does it really do that much effort as compared to the other one but you like that guy, whether he gives a not too much effort or just right type of effort, you would still like him, right? And this was a funny thing because the guy that cheated on my friend, that guy wasn't even her type at all. And he also cheated. I mean, what the, what the, and he wasn't even an attractive, you know, like physically. So that's so funny where you end up, right? So what's the lesson here, Zesties? Later, later. <laughs> I'm not bashing the Filipino culture. I'm just saying as it is, right? So please don't hate on me because this was the experience back then. Again, as I wanted to emphasize back then, I don't know about Gen Zs now, right? I hope that emphasis would be given more on keeping the relationship rather than getting that person to be in a relationship with. And so who would I choose and why? So back then, that was different. I was different back then, and I'm different now. But now, if you'd ask me, I would choose both. <laughs> Which means don't settle, Zesties. You should be able to choose someone who you like and at the same time who would take an effort in keeping the relationship. If that person is neither or just has one of that qualities, then I'd say don't choose. I mean, that's, that's what I find now. But the, again, I'm, I'm talking about in a position where you are in your, let's say, late 30s or mid 30s. Maybe if you, if you are in your teens or early 20s and you want to get in that type of relationship, go because you can learn as you go along with that relationship, right? But if you're asking a mid-30s type of person, then I would say I wouldn't settle. And there are a lot of factors why, because not just because I'm a feminist or anything like that, I don't think I am, but it really just goes down into spending your time wisely and sparing yourself for any more heartaches to come. The essence of it is just really to not settle, especially if you are in your mid-30s, late-30s. To me, the essence is really to be in a relationship with someone who you actually expect to be. Not like, okay, this guy is super effortful now. If that's who he is, that's great, right? But if he's actually not like that in reality, in normal situations, 
then you're in for a heartache. So that's something you need to ponder on. But then if you chose that person already, let's say, and you're in a relationship that you actually weren't expecting, that you don't really like, then spare yourself the extra heartache. I know it's easy for me to say it right now, but believe me, I have been through that as well. What I'm saying is you can take the necessary steps to slowly get out of that relationship if it's not serving you or if it's not providing you the space that you will be the best in or you are becoming the person that you don't actually want to be. So I think it might be best to slowly step away from that relationship. It's not going to be easy. And actually, I saw a video on YouTube currently. It's a interview with Ogie Diaz, a Filipino celebrity interviewer. And the lady was not a celebrity, but a, an ex-partner of a celebrity. And I kind of also reflected on her experience with that. It's quite hard because they already had a, a kid and then the guy actually kind of changed when they had the kid. So again, it's really hurtful to see women treated that way. And that's why I think it goes down sometimes to the choice that you make on the first instance or everyday choice, but basically. It, it all boils down to your everyday choice. So for example, if you're already in that relationship and you realize that this person isn't for you, I would say to be strong and slowly step out of that relationship. I mean... There are a lot of factors that you have to consider, but I feel like like the eventual choice would be that choice. And you would say that, oh, it's easy for me to say to step out of that relationship. But trust me, I have been there, done that too. So everyone has their own journey and has their own choices. The right and wrong choice sometimes would only show at the end of the day. So I hope, Zesties, that this episode has been insightful and has been helpful for you. If you're struggling in your current relationships right now, it's time to evaluate. And even if you, let's say, you chose the wrong one, Zesties, that's okay. That's how we learn. That's life. What we can do is actually the choice moving forward, not the backwards type of choice. So I hope this has been insightful and helpful for you guys if you like this episode please rate subscribe and share this podcast the more the merrier if you'd like to support the show even more you can give me a cup of coffee or two just head down to the episode notes to find out how so before we end this episode again zesties reflect on your current relationships reflect on your life but don't go back move forward who will you choose and why would you choose that person? If you want to choose yourself, that's perfectly great. So take steps in finding yourself, in choosing yourself, and all the best. Let's continue the conversation on the comments section on our socials or you could send a voice memo to gleefultalkshow at gmail.com and send it under a minute and I might share that in future episodes. Thank you Zesties and take care.